Stockwell has a very, very special place in my heart because it's just, I can see the potential of it, but it's the, 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 those dear people who are uh, dear older saints uh, who just kind of faithfully praying and, and looking and, and waiting for leadership really and thrilled when the thought of all these youngsters came yes, again. Yeah. Hello and welcome to Independence, the FIEC podcast. My name is Adrian Reynolds, Head of National Ministries for the FIEC and um, here I am with two Londoners, uh, Trevor from South West London and who's our Director for London. Great to have you with us, Trevor. Thank you. And Yannick Christus Wahab, who's from Stockwall Baptist Church. Yep. Previously from Brixton Local Church. Yep. Also called Block. Yes. So if we if we just drop into calling it Block, that's what we're talking about. Yes. Brixton Local Church. And um, we're here to talk about Stockwall Baptist Church, actually, and everything that's gone on. So, um, Yannick. Kick us off. Tell, tell us just in, in we, we've got an article on the website which we'll put in the show notes. Um, but just tell us just kind of a brief history of how Stockwell Baptist Church came to be where it is today, because it's not the same Stockwell Baptist Church it was five years ago. Yes. So okay. So oh, long story. Um, but um, so I was involved at Brixton Local Church Block, um, which is a co-mission church, right? It's co-mission uh, church plant, plant into Brixton. Plant into Brixton by a guy called Jason Mariner, who is. Incredible. Um, if you've met Jay Mariner, you know exactly who we're talking about. Yes. If you haven't, you need to. Yes. <laughs> That's all you can say, really, isn't it? Yeah, um, yeah no, incredible. Yeah, church planter um, and, yeah, did an incredible work just getting that church planted. It was through commission. Um, and so, yeah, so I joined that in about 2018. Been going for a few years. Uh, I'll say a bit about the demographics of, of Block and then uh, come to Stockwell Back to Church. Okay. But um, Block was many 20s and 30s uh, mostly yeah second generation uh, black church predominantly a black church mostly um i would say this about block block is like the coolest church you ever i had some happy times doing yeah. some midweek stuff for block so yeah very happy always going there yeah it was the coolest church in london yeah, yeah uh, and i, I can so. say that because it's like had zero to do with me i was i was bringing <laughs> i was bringing the whole thing down but like everyone's a creative everyone like no one just did like a regular job everyone was like involved in super creative things um and yeah so really cool young church um so that was i joined in 2018 uh Stockwell Baptist church on the other hand is a historic church 1866 so been around for a very long time um, and I guess my involvement with Soccer Baptist Church started through conversations with Trevor. So I met Trevor at the train station just now this morning. I didn't get to say it to him, but it kind of had a flashback to a time we met. I think it was in Waterloo. <laughs> a good um, flashback? A good or flashback. Okay. A good flashback. We met uh, in the Waterloo station. No, no, no. Um, and Soccer Baptist Church um, was part of the FIC. Yeah, we, maybe we should ask Trevor to yes. tell us the uh, yes. kind of brief history of Stockwell up to this point. Yes, well, for, for many An years... An enormous building. Yeah, enormous. you think it was modelled on the Metropolitan Tabernacle. Right, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, it probably was, wasn't it? But, well, yes and no, I think. But a superb building in a great location. Just for people who don't know where Stockwell is, so at Brixton people have a vague kind of idea where that is, but Stockwell? Stockwell is the nearest oval cricket ground is not far away. Okay. Vauxhall's okay. just up the up the road. Yeah. So they're kind um, of neighbouring neighboring areas. Oh, yes, yeah, indeed. Sure, okay. Next to each other. Um, the pastor who'd been in there, I think, about 30 years, um, had, had kind of retired, moved down to, to Wales to, to work in another church. And at that point, I got involved as the London director at the request of the two elders that were remaining there. 
to help them find a pastor. Uh, and that led to sort of my asking them questions about, well, where do you want to take the church? What's the vision for the church? And so on. And basically what you had was a group of very faithful, predominantly older um, Afro-Caribbean people um, who had long roots back into the church. But in, in reality, the church was in something of a time warp. So I got a, f- a friend, Brian Edwards, previous president of mm-hmm. FIC, to get involved. And we basically spent the next two years meeting with them, um, talking about um, preparing the church for, the, for a pastor, uh, remodeling that Sunday morning to say, you're not praying anywhere in the life of the church. So let's, instead of the all-age Sunday school, let's have a prayer meeting. Three-quarters of the church would come to that prayer meeting, right. which was indicative. The The subject of their prayer so often was the loss of their children and grandchildren mm. who'd kind of mm. turn their back, not on the gospel, but upon this kind of cultural presentation of the gospel, right. which was a light year away from what they were used to. Um, then we, we organised the preaching, and we just did an hour and we got preachers in, and that allowed us to bring people that might be uh, looking for a pastorate. Uh, And we took the opportunity then of of introducing Yannick at that point, because uh, to one side, as it were, I was having conversations with Jay Mariner. And And were you thinking at this stage about, I mean, I don't think we, this is a spoiler alert, the two churches merged. (laughs) Um, Were you thinking about this, at uh, this stage about a merger or were you just thinking about you know Yannick could be someone who come and, and pastor this church what was the what was the kind of the thinking at that point I guess George I, 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 think, <laughs> it, I think it was um there was here was here was Stockwell had a great building needs yep. a lot doing to it but a great building location yep. and some dear older saints um and a good number 50 60 uh, of them uh, and here, on the other hand, is this young, vibrant church, desperate for a building, desperate also for having a multi, multi-generational yeah, church. Yeah. So it was a kind of, it seemed like a, a marriage made in heaven in that regard. So yeah. that idea of merging them wa- wasn't rocket science. It was, it was soon fairly apparent that it could actually, again, the question, what would best serve the gospel? And you could see the mutual benefit that would be within that. Mm. And then we had, within the middle of that, we had Yannick as potentially coming as as the pastor. Yeah. How, how did you feel about it, Yannick? You, you know, you, you you were in this uber cool church that you described. Mm-hmm. Is, is, did, did, did that sort of fill you with dread, excitement, a mixture of both? You know, kind of how, what was what was the emotions that was that were going on there, thinking about this potential merger? Yeah, I mean, I think I guess taking a step back, I think when I first kind of uh went to Stockholm Baptist Church when I went to preach um and at that time I don't think we, yeah we were having any conversations about merging or, or, yeah but I was just like you know let me let me go and help yeah I fell in love with the church I thought because? the church was incredible um because it was a church that yeah I mean just loved the word of God firstly that's probably the first thing that was so striking was that these people just loved yeah. the bible yeah. loved preaching and and it was just fantastic to see. And and the demographic was interesting. So like, again, I'm Nigerian background. So I kind of grew up in black churches. And, um, but Stockwell was like the first of those kind of black churches, which was, I guess, theologically so aligned. Right. Okay. That was older. So there were churches okay. like Block that were like kind of younger, lots of second generation people. Sure. 
I can't think of a church which was predominantly black in that sense, at least especially at that time, which was like so, yeah, just had such a love for God's word and love for biblical interpretation and just so that. So it was it was rare to me when I wanted to talk about church. I thought this is this is amazing. This this place is incredible, and I think. Which is a great groundwork, isn't it? Yeah, Actually, for getting sure. beyond everything else. Because if, sure. if you've got the word of God to come back to all the time, sure. you're able to get beyond some of those other differences, right? Yeah. So church culture wise, the church cultures are very different, but biblically was on the same page. Which, yeah, I, I, even just for me, like I, I, some people go into churches where, yeah, you know, there's, you know, you do a church marriage, maybe part of the church don't believe the Bible is the word of God or you're trying to commit like you're not even I sure some people are believers yeah, sometimes yeah, I, yeah, I yeah. couldn't do that no yeah. not, not a chance you know but on the Bible we're 100% agreed church culture was very different um, but I think yeah there was a love for the church for the people like immediately and I think yeah very early on it became clear to me that like actually yeah what would work great what would be amazing is yeah, as a merge, because there were things that Soccer Baptist had that just bricks block needed. And I think there were things that block had that Soccer Baptist Church sure. needed. Yeah. And it became apparent just very quickly that like, yeah, together for the gospel, this could work. How did you go about, I mean, question for both of you, really, for you, Trevor, in relation to Stockwell and for you, Yannick, in relation to block, how, how did you go about persuading the church, you know, making the case for that? Well, I think the... I come back to this with generally with revitalization. I'm very um, passionate about revitalization because I think uh, increasingly there's a need for it and the opportunity. Uh, so I, rather than planting, yeah. let's just, can, can yeah. we just mm-hmm. can we just do you don't mind a little aside, Yannick? Yeah, just if you, unpack if, that for yeah, us a little okay. bit because actually, um, you know, planting's a thing. Planting's yeah. a thing. You know, it's sexy, very exciting. Um, why revitalization? Well, why, why would uh, I want to, you know, take up all the baggage of a little place and, and you know, why? As, why? Well, as somebody who's been involved for the last eight years in helping plant the Globe Church, yeah. any church plant, after five years, you're desperate for your own building. You realise you've not got much uh, footage into the local community. Yeah. Uh, there's all sorts of things hanging over you in terms of is this school, is this place going to throw us out because of our beliefs, mm-hmm. etc. Whereas with a revitalization with an existing church like Stockwell, what have you got? You've got a great history in the area. So you might well knock on the door and say, I'm from Stockwell Baptist. And they might say to you, oh, yeah, I used to go to there, to Sunday right, school. Okay. You're yeah. known. You're yeah. known. Yeah. Um, they've got a building. They had a manse. Um, a little bit of money, enough to refurbish the manse. But it's that... Uh, it's that presence in the area, in the history in the area. Right, okay. Now that's what any revitalization has got for it. What you needed is what we actually had with Stockwell, who were basically best them. And Pastor Hayden had laid a great foundation in the in the Word of God. But they were a people who were who were desperate to that the gospel should go out. And they had evangelistic teams, a rota that went out every Sunday right, after right. you know, so there's so many good things. Uh, but their their heart was there, and they just they just need a little bit of leadership and encouragement. And but you it, you need to spend time on that. That was a two year investment, and there were occasions I think when Brian and I would go home on the train and think, oh, I'm not sure this is going to work, and this sort of thing. But then the Lord would open the door. So I think uh, we're talking with Yannick coming up on the train. I think there are numerous uh, opportunities like this in London that I'm yeah. very passionate that we think about, and possibly some other cities. As, oh, as, absolutely, as well. yeah. yeah. So um, that, 
the key was the church was ready for change. The church was ready to embrace change. And so how practically it happened... Was is, it ready at the beginning of that two-year period or was, was that no, what that I, was the investment yeah, that I you made in the two years? Right, okay. I, think, um, uh, I think Brian and I had certain advantages in terms of, because of our ages, the respect that we, the, the we, that we had in that. And, uh, and I think because they knew we cared for them mm. um, and we really wanted to see them prosper. So, uh, so Stockwell has a very, very special place in my heart because it's just I can see the potential of it. But it's the, it, the, those dear people who are uh, dear older saints uh, who just kind of faithfully praying and and looking and, and waiting for leadership really, and thrilled when the thought of all these youngsters coming yes, in. Yeah, were the youngsters as thrilled? Yeah. So I always say this about when I when I talk about the the merge. Um, yeah, it's, it's a, it was a weird situation in the sense that I don't think either church was ever thinking about a merge. Right, okay. So let's talk about the church. It wasn't something you were about, pursuing and looking no, for. No, we're not like thinking, right. oh, we should merge, right? So it's kind of come out of the blue. And Stockholm Baptist Church is the only church it could have happened with. It's not another church that okay. I think that exists <laughs> right. that would have. Yeah. So so I think that was one of the challenges is like, this has just kind of come out of the blue. Um, and so was talking, I, I mean, I remember speaking with every single, you know, had went for lunch with this, essentially every single member individually and was like, here's the situation. This is what's come up. Um, these are the potential advantages. These are the challenges. And chances are it will be very hard if we decide to do this. It's just going to be very hard for quite a while. So you were quite honest about the, the, yeah, the challenges up front. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I wanted people to be really clear about that yeah. Um, because, yeah, I knew it would be, it would be a big change. Mm -hmm. and, and coming from a church plant where... It's small, it's young, you move, you quick, you do things, yeah, you make decisions yeah. really quickly yeah. and all those kind of things. It'd be a big change to then. But at the same time, we're just conscious that, I I mean, the biggest thing, and you know, you have to be careful with this, but like the biggest thing was, I just it felt like this was just God's work. Um, and I wanted people to pray about it and think through like whether this was an opportunity that God had brought, but it wasn't, it wasn't staged in that sense. It was a sense in which like actually God just brought it about and we just knew, Block knew there was lots of things we needed from, from Brooks Local Church. And so, obviously, I know we, we use the language of, like, revitalization, But, like, yeah, both, both, both churches needed each other yeah. as much yeah. as, as much. Did you as need other. a lot of persuading? Or was it, Me? Yeah. Was it an easy sell for you, personally? Oh, personally, when I stepped into Stockholm Baptist Church, I fell in love with the church. And I think very early on, it became... If it was clear that if the idea of a merge was possible, it just felt like this is what God yeah. wanted. Yeah. I mean, more than anything else, it, it felt like I felt like this is like God had brought this about. So for me, it was quite clear, I think pretty fairly early on that like I thought this is God would make it happen. And but obviously everyone has to agree. Everyone has to sure. be for yeah. it. Everybody has to all the things have to come together. And. Yeah, it did. I mean, I always say this when I think about this, but yeah, it was it was just uh, lots of things are just not repeatable in the sense that God just was kind. Sure. Just to uh, sorry, I think there are some things that are repeatable if we think more widely. Mm -hmm. Is if I think about it, what are the key elements? One, it could be built around a man that a, a gifted preacher that both congregations had confidence in because yeah. that, that was the priority. Well, if, although more fundamentally than that, that both love preaching of the word. Yeah, that's right. And so you get a good preacher of the word. You, you're kind of building yeah. on that, yeah. So you had yeah. that. You, you also had a, a, effectively a, a team of people that were um, 
bought into this and kind of strengthen it. So undoubtedly... So it didn't just feel like a takeover? No, so Blockwell were going to strengthen by serving yeah. the church and vice versa. And there'd be other things that would be definitely going, flowing the other way. And thirdly, finance, you had to think about how we you know, how make this happen financially and so on. So those, I think, are three kind of key elements okay. mm-hmm. uh, in that. But it, it, it was a sense of God's hand upon this and you just... Keep mm-hmm. in step with the spirit, wasn't it? Give us some, give us some timelines because you talked about being there, for, you know, for two years before this happened. When did all this merger happen? So we're we're here, um, we're recording this December, um, twenty twenty two. Happy Christmas! Mm-hmm. Uh, so, not quite December, is it? Um, so when did all this happen? Merger. So the merger itself happened September twenty nineteen. Okay, so we're we're three years in. Yes. Okay. So um, let's reflect on those three years. We don't want to run out of time. Um, that's the story. There's, there's also a, a website article which we we'll put in the show notes that that we wrote about the or you wrote, Trevor, about the about the merger, so people can get a bit more information there. Th- three years in, all plain sailing. No, of, of course not. It's, it's, <laughs> what, what what have been some of the challenges along the way? It's challenging because yeah, the church cultures are different, um, and especially just multi generational church. So one of the big things that right. happened in the merge was that we now have people all the way through. From newborns till the first... Now, uh, we tend to think, don't we, that differences in church culture happen across backgrounds. Mm-hmm. But actually, one of the most significant differences in, that can be created in church culture is, a, is across ages, isn't yes. it? Yes. Whatever your background. Yes. Because people just have a different way of, of thinking about life yes. and doing life. And, yes. Yeah. Different can, approaches to change. So, like, the first thing I did, the, the woman was 100. So that's the range of our church. Okay. Um, we have loads of people who are in the 90s, 80s, 70s, all the way back down. And so, yeah, it's challenging. Young people want things changed yesterday. <laughs> Those who are older are more changed, a bit more wary of change, right? Um but also going from a plant to an established, those are different dynamics. And a yeah, plant, yeah, things yeah. you, there's a blank canvas. You could do what you want. An established church, there's traditions and so on and so forth. Um, so on any how have, can I just ask, yeah. how, how have you dealt with that personally, Yannick? Do you, do you find that kind of dealing with that tension wearing? Do you just take it in your stride? How, how do you deal with it? I mean, I love the, <coughs> I, I, I think I've always just loved church tradition. I think I ended up in a plant, but I could have easily ended up in there. In okay, so church. you can value the things that people yeah. were, were keen to hold For on sure. to. For yeah. sure. Now, some of the things had, you know, need to change and so on and so forth. So but, give us an example of something that needed to change. I mean, an obvious example is like things like branding. So like with Block, Bricks and Local Church, everyone's a creative. Everyone's really, you know. Yeah, so yeah. had a really good sense of that. Stockholm Baptist Church, older and so less in tune with those kind of things. And so it's like, okay, that that's something that needs to change. But I think in general, I think there was a sense in which um, there was a deference to to the church tradition that existed. And I think part of that is just age. Like, yeah. you know, yeah. we'll come to a church where people are actually older than us, uh, you know, by and large. And I think that should be respected. Uh, and so I think it was it was trying to say, we're going to make changes where we think there's gospel reasons for that. So, yeah. so even, for example, an early kind of example of what we mean is, like, is the name. Right. Right. So we merged, we were Brixton Local Church. It was Stockholm Baptist Church. And it was very quickly. It's gonna stay Stockholm Baptist okay. Church. Okay. We're not. We're not changing that. Um, which, in some senses, is hard because if you want to go for Stockholm local church, no, no, Stockholm, <laughs> no, <laughs> no, definitely not. <laughs> but you know, you feel like this whole thing with like there's a lot block with really meaningful for lots of people. And in one yeah, sense, it feels yeah. like that's just 
gone. But actually, it made sense to for it to be stopped by the church and we want to serve the gospel. So I think it required lots of, yeah, lots of humility. What did he hold sacrifice. on to? Well, I think what we think... Um, Block did best, like so. I think lots of like cultural engagement and things like that. I think Block was great, and I think those are things that we wanted to make sure mm. we can carry over. But there are lots of things that Block did not do well, and Stockholm Baptist Church did way better than Block did, and we wanted to do that. And so, so give us an example of one of those. Just being grown, like again, church plant. You could just do things like any which way, and, and I think there was a, a sense of order that Stockholm Baptist Church had that I think was really really helpful. Um, I think. When it comes to evangelism, like we did lots of things about, you know, kind of cultural engagement sure, and so on and so forth. But sure. like in terms of regularly just going out and sharing the gospel, yeah. Stockholm Baptist Church had a, just was way better at that than Brixton Local Church was. And so I think, yeah, it was it was anything but a takeover. I think it yeah, really yeah. was just genuine. It was a genuine merger. Yeah, it was yeah. a genuine merger, yeah. which I think doesn't, probably doesn't happen a lot, but yeah, it was, it was a genuine merger, and I think both churches have benefited. Yeah, a marriage, you might almost call it. Yes, indeed. Um, what happened about leadership, Trevor, in the church? You had, it, there were two elders at Stockwall. Um, so how, how's that developed? Well, they they formed the eldership with Yannick, right. um, and I think that's probably the big challenge still, isn't it, in, in terms of raising up um, a leadership team. I was very conscious that it, there was a lot on Yannick's shoulders and is a lot on Yannick's shoulders and therefore you just can't produce people overnight. Um, and that that's, I think, been a challenge that we've been talking about mm. for the last couple of years, really. Yeah, but it's been a blessing too. And I, I should say on that, like, the elders, like... Yeah, just that love and support and respect with the elders... Um, who were at Stockholm, but it's so critical and key, and and that's been the case. Like, yeah. can can I ask, have you lost people? Not because of the merge, okay. Which is yeah, surprising. Great, I God. think we went into it thinking there'll be lots of people who would leave because yeah. of the merge, yeah. but I mean, we lost one or two people, but not not okay. not with not people thinking with I don't want to be part of this. Yeah, I'm do this, and it was too open. Much, too much hassle. It was open to any. You know, it was really clear. Listen. Come. If you don't want to stay, don't stay. If yeah. you don't, you know, it's a, and so I you think, gave people permission to, to not have to be part of. Yeah, it. people. For, yeah, is that an important to thing to do? Do you think, Trevor, to give people, you know, when you're taking such a significant step, is it important to say to people, look, this may not be for you? Given I, that that's apparently what you say on the on the gangplank. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, John Tinder was parodying me, of course. Yeah, yes. And the the issue is that. There was time spent with the church. It was six months spent. Okay, so you invested the issue, that. Okay, uh, in the members' meetings mm. uh, that Brian and I would attend with the elders, having the elders lead them, and so on. So I think there was, a, I think, near unanimous buy-in to the merger. So right, did, right. Both, both churches had to vote upon it, and at the same time, they did the occasional social thing together, the okay. beginning to meet each other, that sort of thing. So yes, there was always the option for people to leave if they wanted to but i don't think it was um we didn't consciously encourage that we just wanted this merger to to happen and benefit both churches i think um uh, it was interesting that four months though after the church Mm -hmm. the new church launched with with covid yeah yeah so how did um just very briefly tell us how that that shaped or didn't shape the church yeah difficult for everybody obviously but 
I mean, really challenging because we, we weren't at the stage where everyone knew each other yet and yeah, we didn't okay. have all the church structures in place. And so COVID was awful. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I mean, in lots amen, of ways. Amen to that. Um, <laughs> it was just not, not, not a great time. Well, particularly for me, just trying to keep in touch with everyone and you just don't have that, those relationships. Um, where it was helpful was it did, it did kind of reset things. Which was helpful. Okay. So uh, when you came out, it's like fresh start. Some, yeah. So yeah. it was less about whether SBC or Block has been done this way or done that right, way. Okay. It was a kind of a, an opportunity. So there were like, some upsides to that. There was Even definitely though relationally some, it was difficult. There were definitely some upsides, but I think relationally yeah. it was difficult. Um, but yeah, again, God's been kind of, I don't know how we made it through. Well, well, it, it, here you are, Yannick. Where next? You know, what, what's what's your hope and dream? I can ask you to dream a little bit for the church, you know, in the next three to five years, let's say. Um, first answer is always, we want to reach the area. Yeah, yeah. we would love okay. to see lots of people come to know Jesus Christ from Stockwell. Like that's, that's far and away the biggest thing. Like that's why we're here. Um, but we'd love to train people. We'd love to train people and leaders. We'd love to have more leaders, both at Stockwell, but also people that go off and do other things. I think would be, it'd be wonderful to see that. Um, and particularly uh, along the lines of what, what Trevor said, it'd be great to to see more things like Stockholm. Like it's been challenging, but I j- I think it's been so incredible. Yeah, and yeah. it'd be great to see more of those things happen. And it'd be great if Stockholm somehow could be involved in that, like helping, yeah, to go and yeah be parts of other churches, like to help strengthen those churches. I think would be incredible. So. Yeah, that's that's what would be great. But the the primary thing is, yeah, for loving Jesus and if we're reaching people with the gospel, that's that's the main thing. And you are working on the possibility of a having a, a diaspora study center in the church. Yes, indeed. Yeah. Yes, indeed. So there's um yeah something called um uh, diaspora network led by a man called Tyro Arikore who wants to basically create a, a study center where people, diaspora church leaders can come and study and grow and be resourced. And so, yeah, hopefully that'll be something that we can, um, that can be a part of what we that do would as be well. a great outcome. Yeah. yeah. You, if, if you've never um, seen the building, you need to go on street view and have a look at the building. Cause it is quite something, isn't it? And, yeah. um, you know, just to see where it is and, and what kind of building it is. Um, people might be listening to this Yannick and just thinking, Oh, it's a great story. Um, how could we pray for it? What, what are some of the headlines you want to give people? Uh, church unity always a thing right it's diversity is good like having that range of you know but it, there are also so many fault lines sure. that could become divisive so just praying for unity i think is a big thing i've never unity is one of the things you take for granted until it's not there <laughs> yes, right. um, yeah. but i think for us it's obvious it's just always been a prayer point from the beginning and it continues to be a prayer point um unity um and that real relationships would form I, it's less about Stockwell and Block now, partly because in God's kindness, the church has grown. So there's so many people who don't. Right. Yeah, because people don't have that story. Don't even no, know what, no. I mean, they hear about it, but yeah, they don't have yeah. that history. But I think particularly between younger and older, I think that's that's where I think for those relationships to really form, because it's easy to be in church in the same place and not interact well. So I think that there would be real strong relationships, which is happening, but even more so. Between those who are younger, those who are older, that would be um, that would be great. And for more elders, the church to grow, we need more elders. That okay. would be great. And well, I think wisdom developing the the proximity is interesting, isn't it? To Hope Church Vauxhall mm-hmm, and mm-hmm, to mm-hmm. the Globe Church. So you've got three FIC churches in a quite a, a short triangle yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that could be 
working together for future benefit of the gospel. Yeah. Great. Well, thank you, Yannick. Thank you, Trevor. It's a great story. I've loved hearing about it. I know a little bit about it, but it's just great hearing about it and just hearing about gospel possibilities. And and I think we do have to dream a little bit, don't we? Mm. I, I think sometimes as evangelicals, we're a bit too pragmatic. And um, there comes a point where you have to make things work, obviously. But I think we need to dream as well. Mm. Yeah, I have and, a dream for Stockwell Baptist that also somebody might invest um, two or three million pounds in yes, refurbishing the building yes. and turning okay. it into a conference centre okay. church. <laughs> yes. And if you're listening or watching this... Trevor at FIEC.org.uk. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Then there's a great <laughs> okay. potential there great need potential. for that kind of um, building in mm. London to serve the mm. evangelical cause would be brilliant. Great. You got it in, Trevor. Well done. <laughs> uh, thanks so much for joining us. This has been Independence. I look forward to seeing you, hearing from you uh, and um, uh, sharing with you again soon. Thanks for joining us. <laughs>